you for joining us on Becca's World. Today we're recording the next episode of The Blind View. Um, and we have some new people joining us today, as well as some people who haven't been with us for a while. How is everybody today? I'm fine now. Yeah, honestly, I'm people are dropping in as we go along. What did you say, Joetta? I'm hanging in there. Okay, and Leon, you said you're doing well as well? Oh, yes. I'm up and ready to go now. So, Leon, Leon, I know Leon's had some stuff going on the past week, and Joetta hasn't been on for a while, so would either of you like to talk about what's been going on in your lives lately, before we get started? I've just been sick, you know, you know, dealing with my health issues, but, you know, started walking again and getting better every day. But, you know, I'm still, and still in school trying to deal with that crap, but, you know, everything's on the, on the up and up now. Good for you for plodding on, Leon. I'm really proud of you. How have you been doing, Joetta? Bunch of doctor's appointments, actually working on some new stuff. I've gotten back on my Braille and working through my Microsoft Office suite, trying to learn all the ins and outs of that. Oh, good for you. I don't have, I don't have, I don't have camera on, but I'm here. Guys, so now is joining us. hasn't been on the blind view before. How are you? I'm hanging in there. Would you like to tell our viewers and the other people on the panel a little bit about yourself? Like who uh, you are from and stuff? I'm originally from Um, and, and I'm, I'm right now I'm working on going back to school to get my bachelor's degree in human services. And are you blind? And if so, how long have you been blind? Can you tell us about your situation? I, I've, been, I've been blind since birth. I've been legally blind since birth. I have some residual vision, but as I like to say, I have enough vision to get into trouble and I'm enough to get out. <laughs> Thank you for so, that. Since, since births, I've, I've gone through structure discovery training. So are you a cane user or a dog user? King. I use, I use a cane. Okay, it great. Took, it, it took me a while to get to that point. Uh-huh. Not because I used a dog, but because I, you know, for years I didn't want to use a cane. I thought I had enough vision to get around without one. And for a while I for a while I survived. But when I met Smith Miller at the time, it made me realize, okay, you know what? Maybe my vision isn't as good as I like to pretend it to be and maybe I need to, you know, start using the cane more and need to go get training. So are you currently going to school or working either in a volunteer or paid capacity or doing anything like that? I will I will be going back to school full time starting January of twenty one. Good for you. What will you be studying? Human services. Oh, awesome. I, I want to either be a rehab, counsel, rehab counselor or um, a vocal rehab teacher. And I'd like to, because I did teach pain travel for a few years in Baltimore after I went through training there. That's the training facility. I taught pain travel to mainly seniors, but I also work with adults and youth. So I would like to, if possible, get my NLT certification. Leon and Joetta, are you both still with us as well? Here, here. Yeah. Okay, great. So, does anybody want to talk about how this quarantine that we just came out of and this quarantine that we're going to be going into in the next couple of months has affected their independence as blind people? You mean y'all going back in quarantine? Texas uh-huh. ain't. I'm, what'd you say? Y'all are going back in the quarantine. Texas is not going back in. Oh, I think, I think Biden's probably unlocking the whole country down, Leon. 
I keep telling you people, Biden has won the damn thing. The media does not select the president. Biden, Biden has already won it, my friend. It's not good media. It's with, everything's been counted, bro. Biden hasn't won a goddamn thing, okay? Biden has won, brother, man. Sir, come, he has yo, not won shit, my, my okay? Dude, no, I, I, can't, I can't talk to you. I, no, I can't I talk, talk to a dumbass like you. Dumbass niggas. Can't do it. What, what the fuck you said to me, homeboy? I motherfucker. I will stick my goddamn match to fucking Yankees. I don't give a fuck. I'm sick of motherfuckers like you talking shit, okay? You fucking coward. Biden has won a goddamn thing, dummy. If he won, they still won't be fucking counting you, stupid motherfucker. Oh, you can't speak now, can you, jackass? That's what I thought, you fucking Yankee fucking doodle. I'll come up there and stick my foot up your fucking ass, you fucking Yankee piece of shit. Yeah, debate me, motherfucker. That's what I'm talking about. Let's go. Let's get this show started. Let's go, son. What you got to say? Let's fucking go. Y'all, you can't say nothing, huh? Cat, Yankee, Yankee, Yankee cat got your tongue, son. Let's go. Let's go, guys, son. Let's go. Guys, I didn't want to go here. I wanted to talk reasonably. Because listen, this quarantine really affected our our ability to get out and live our lives as blind people. And we're going to be going back under. I think we need to talk about this and try to do this right this time. So so our lives aren't so impacted. First of all, you don't quarantine the healthy. You quarantine the sick. Okay? And keeping people indoors is making them sicker. Yes, all of that is true, but we have to face the fact if Joe Biden wins when the count is all done, he's going to put us down under lockdown. So we have to race for it, you guys. We can't just pretend it's not going to happen. That's a big if, okay? Well, it looks like it's going to happen, Leon. And says who? Do you not know? Do you not know the Constitution? Yes or no? Well, yeah, I, believe the me, constitution, I know the Constitution. The Constitution, do y'all not remember the, the 2000 election? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Remember, for 37 days, the media said that, that God had won. Did they, did they not? I don't remember. I didn't count, but... I, yeah, I, I, I remember. Pages you, but, but we do need to brace for whatever happens, and right yes, now... we do, but that's a big if. That mm -hmm. is a big if. Okay, Biden has done the damn thing. Mm -mm. Okay, so how are you doing, Joetta? I'm I'm here. I'm just I like I said. The only time I go out the door to do anything is back and forth to the doctor's appointments. I get there, I get back, I go through my protocol since I walk in the door, and then I, you know, shut the door and call it a day. But no. as far as as far as going to any restaurants or movies or anything like that, mm -mm, I don't do it. Now, did you before the quarantine? Huh? Did you before the quarantine, Joetta? Did you used to go out and do stuff like that? Before the quarantine, yeah, I used to go out quite a bit. I went to oh, okay. museums so and bowling <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. Because I know some blind people are, they just stay shut in because they really don't, they either have chosen not to go out or they haven't figured out how to go out. You know what I mean? How to get this courage to go out. So a lot of people were shut-ins before the quarantine, but I really want to talk to people whose lives have been changed by the quarantine. Like, like, were you going out before the quarantine? So did you lose that? And how has that impacted your life? And how do you feel about the fact that that they're going to be putting us back down under lockdown. You know what I mean? Well, 
in more ways than one, if you think about it beforehand, um, everybody was doing their thing, you know, doing what they got to do every day, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, now that people have been told, yeah, y'all need to wear your mask, y'all need to sanitize, wash your hands, all that stuff. Well, a lot of people just refuse to do so. And then a lot of people just don't think it's necessary. I've talked to people on both sides of that issue. Because um, it was so one guy swerving down. Oh, I'm not afraid of anything. I will do what I want. And I ain't wearing no mask. I ain't worried about this. I ain't worried about that. Well. <clears throat> so are those reasons thing, why you feel like a, a lockdown is on, in order then? Do you feel like? I think they should be, I think they should be more careful of how they approach things. I think that you should pay attention to your surroundings as far as that. And, you know, the cleanliness thing is a necessity. It's not meant to lock you in per se, but it's meant to protect you and yours. So are you saying that they should enforce cleanliness laws, but not a lockdown? That depends on the person, I think, because some people don't want the lockdown, but yet and still, if you think about it, if you get in great big groups and nobody's paying attention to somebody that's coughing and sneezing mm -hmm. and going around them, mm -hmm. then that's not necessarily a sanitary thing. And if you oh, look at restaurants, you they're not... You just said that everybody has a choice of whether or not to go into that situation. They do. That's the problem now. Right. Because so, but do you feel like the government should take away that choice? That's what I'm asking you. Because that's what a lockdown I, would mean. And you said you're you're pro lockdown, right? I I'm think just, that they should. I think they should really pay attention to what's going on around them. Now, who is they? Who do you mean by they? The people themselves. The people who they are worried about getting the disease, or the people who are not worried about getting the disease. Both. Both. And do you think Both. the government should force either group to do things? Well, we're already in that position right now. What did you say? We're already in that position right now. Has it been? People, not really, because uh, according to quote unquote, other places other than uh, Texas talking about, uh, they said that we had a million cases reported now they're saying California's got a million cases reported. But I think those numbers may be over the actual amount. But you think yes, I think it might be because think about before now. Before now, they were talking about all these big numbers, right? But then when they started actually looking at them, it was actually lower than what they said. So you have to look at that fact because they started out saying it was high and it really wasn't. Now they're saying it's high again. And that may not necessarily be the facts. So are you so, saying that, so you seem to think that the number of cases has some kind of significance. Do you think that should have some kind of bearing on whether or not there's a lockdown in place? The, the level of numbers? Yeah, okay. I do, I do. Because so, it's just like when the members of church asked me if I was coming back to church, I said no, because I already know there's going to be more than 10 people there and no, nobody's going to be watching them. So, mm -mm. 
So, Joetta, you just said that you don't feel like the numbers we're hearing for cases are even trustworthy or reliable. So why would we lock everybody down based on these numbers that we're hearing, these cases of these numbers, these huge numbers of cases that are being found every day? Haven't you already heard about the fact that media loves to bump up stuff for sensationalism? Yeah. And it's also also being used as a scare tactic. Mm -hmm. See, so if you don't do your own research and look for the numbers yourself and look around and pay attention to what's really going on, how do you know that you're making an informed decision based on what the media says? You yes. Can't. So, so the people who are listening to the scare tactics in the media and say, ah, oh, let's lock down. It sounds like you're saying that's not a good thing to do. But then on the other hand, you're saying that is the thing to do. I'm kind of confused. Can you clarify? Okay. I think I'm going to try to. Okay. With all these numbers that they're saying really are that they think that really are the numbers, I'd rather mm -hmm. go get my information from a truth source because the media tells you a whole lot of stuff. But if you go to directly to CDC and the World Health Organization, you're going to find your numbers are a lot clearer. You, knew, you know that they're going to put the real numbers up there. But when you go to the media, of course, they're going to exaggerate it, overinflate it, and everything else in between. So if you're going by what the CDC and the World Health Organization says, you can make a better informed decision on what's going on. In the meantime, you know that it's safer and better for you to be out there with your mask, with your hand sanitizer, practicing safe distancing, and just really pay attention to what's going on. Instead well, of listening to what the media has to say. As I appreciate you saying that you trust the WHO and the CDC, but honestly, the WHO is funded and ran by the Chinese government, and they're the ones who created this virus and hoisted it on the rest of the world in the first place. So I don't trust the WHO. And the CDC, I believe, is run by our government, and I don't trust our government in regard to this either. So... Um, I damned if you do I'm, and damned if you don't. I'm, yeah, I'm keeping my ears open and listening to everything everybody's saying, but honestly, I'm not trusting anybody at this point. I, I can understand. I can understand that. <laughs> no, I understand that. I understand that. I do. I understand that. But that's where it goes into doing your own research. Mm -hmm. So you know for yourself what you need to do. Well, hey guys, I got a quick minute. I wanted to share with you the great news that you can now get my first book, Because You're Blind, in hardcover, paperback, and on Audible. See the links below. This is the story of what it was like waking up blind at the age of 12, and then several years later being stripped of my constitutional rights by my parents. And it's the story of how I had to fight to get my constitutional rights back. It's a very powerful story and I encourage you to listen to it and the first 50 people who email me will get a free download of the audible version and all you have to do is go on and write a review on Amazon for me thank you very much and now back to the blind view okay um we can continue talking about this I'm just taking my hat off because it was hurting my neck <laughs> well, with that all that weight on your head, I was wearing this big old heavy. There I am. I'm back. Uh, okay. I'm back now. Sorry about that. I have to, I'm, sorry about, I'm sorry about getting, getting to somebody's ass, but they piss me off when they talk like that. The stupid son of a bitch don't even know what the fuck he's talking about. 
fucking oh, I like, know. Like, like you said, Joetta. You like you just said. Don't listen to what the media says. Okay. I keep telling people that. That's why we're in this damn funk we in now. Do not listen to the media. The media is not your friend. Why don't people understand that? Yeah. Okay. And Becca, Biden what? has not won a damn thing yet. Okay. But if they're still if they're still counting, how could you win something if you haven't won? It? If you you cannot oh. win something that they're still counting. I, I listen. I was playing devil's advocate, Leon. I love President Trump, and I believe President Trump will win when this vote is finally sorted out. It's but only see, all messed people, up no, because but wait, all people like him, the they, don't, they, they never lived the life like I've lived. Just because they they always a, they are always a victims. Okay, mm-hmm. every, I'm sick and tired of this bullshit. It's motherfuckers like him that are always, oh, I'm black, I can't do this. I'm black because I. What what law says you can't do something because you're black? Huh? Especially in New York blind. City. Or because uh, you're blind. New York, New York never had Jim Crow laws. But I'm saying people like they don't want to debate nothing because they're fucking ignorant. Ignorance is bliss in, 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 in the eyes of, of assholes like him. That cocksucking son of a bitch don't know nothing, okay? That's why he needs to bring his black ass to Texas. I'll show him some real Southern hospitality, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Okay? I'm tired of I'm I'm tired of cocksuckers like that. God damn it, I want I wasn't even feeling good this morning. Now I'm fired up. I fucking lost my goddamn cigar in the back fucking yard now. Now oh. I'm even trying to get another one. I'm sorry you lost your cigar, Leon. Leon Shit. was ready to talk about something more pleasant. Hell no. The hell with that's talking about what's going on now. This is what we need to this is the hell with that. It's the problem is is people like that while we in this situation we in now. While it's that with all this goddamn racial division. That's why the son bitch left. He don't want to debate a real man. Bring bitch ass back on. I don't give a damn. We can hell. We can meet on fucking Zoom one on one. Hell, I I fly I fly them down here if you want me to. Well, I I'm really dis- on I, honestly. I'm, I'm kind of disappointed because I was hoping would be part of the show. He's a coward. He's a coward. Need to be heard. So I wish he would have stayed on you the show. You see how he left? How quickly he left? Yeah. Guess what? Leon won that jackass zero. I'm the champion. Case closed. That's when the fucking bail. Okay, Leon. Leon, how is your blood pressure? It's okay. I just checked it a minute ago. It's okay. Okay, be careful, man. I'm always like this. I'm tired of assholes like that. And anybody mm-hmm. want to debate Leon, let's do it. Come on now. Nobody. I, I never have a worthy opponent. The beast needs to be fed. I need substance. Let's do this. Come on. Becca, find me, find me more worthy opponents, please. I'm like Mike Tyson in the 80s. I can't be stopped. <laughs> Joanna, are you on? I'm listening. But I knew this was coming before I got here. Oh. You see how, oh, yeah. you see how quickly he left? You see how quickly I, I didn't even get on? Well, I just cussed him out a little. If he can't take a little cussing out, he ain't no man. Uh, and tell I said that. Matter of fact, you can get my email and my personal information. I hell, I fought it out of my damn self. And meet his punk. Why do you think that scared cocksucker left? Why do you think he left? This, that's just common sense. They weren't doing nothing he wanted to do. Because you know why? They fucking liberal as shit. They don't have laws like that, but does though. It's kind of mm-hmm. funny. All the red states got all the good, got all of the goddamn disability shit. Ain't that, ain't that kind of funny? Mm-hmm. New York ain't got a goddamn thing but but hand but handouts. Fuck that. We as blind people don't need fucking handouts. 
get off your lazy ass and let's do this. Mm-hmm. Fucking human sources my ass. Go to school for something more smart than that, man. Come on. Yeah. Be a goddamn lawyer at least. Come on, somebody, please, somebody find me a worthy opponent. That was a one year quarter right there. He quit. Well, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, to all our viewers, Leon has put out a challenge. If you would like to come on and challenge him, let us know. Email us at info at bluebutterflyenterprises.com. Mm hmm. I'm a, I'm, these asses, these ass whoops I'm handing out ain't got no discrimination. I got, I guarantee you that. None of these ass women's got, got no discrimination. God damn it. Where's my belt at? Shit. Your belt? My championship belt. Someone come, mm-hmm. please come take the crown from me. Come take it. Leon, you're so funny. Shit. And, and get, the only reason why I left the car, my damn gun range called me. My new, my new, my new baby is here. I got to go pick that up probably today or tomorrow. So does anybody have any big plans for not celebrating Thanksgiving this year? I'm going to celebrate it anyway. <laughs> well, you know we're not supposed to celebrate it or Christmas. No. Uh, that's in y'all state. <laughs> Texas, I keep telling people, Texas never shut down. That we, only, we, only, we only played that to the media. We never shut down. Only thing that shut down in Texas was bars and nightclubs. Mm-hmm. And look at look what happened when they opened back up. Goddamn, a damn massacre happened. Yeah. Yep. That is yeah. true. I remember yeah, we're that. Ready. That was Hell, a Ellis mess. is a damn war zone now. Shit. Hell, Houston is now too. Matter of fact, not too long after they lifted it here in San Antonio, some people got shot in the local bar here. Not too far from where I live. And I don't God go out damn, to bars I got to sing my damn theme song now. Shit. What did you say about theme song, Leon? I got to play my damn theme song now. Motherfucker. I'm fired up now. Come oh, on. Yeah, come on. Play it. What is your theme song, Leon? I got so many of them. Let me see which one. Oh, I know. <laughs> Alexa, play Long Hard Times to Come. Oh, God. <laughs> what is it? By Gangsta Grass. On Amazon Music. My theme song from Justified. Sing it, Gangsta Grass. You know, guys, I wonder if we should just start doing like a morning show on Fridays or something. Because this oh is kind God, of that would be hilarious. These shows are kind of turning into more of a catch all. That would be hilarious. Nobody wants to die, but as rules to this game, son, I'm Justified. <laughs> oh my stars. Eyes in the back of my head, you better not follow me, son. Yeah, please bring ass back on. I apologize for this ass whoop. I didn't mean to beat him down so bad. I'm sorry. I will be surprised if he ever comes on my show again. Yeah, I kind of figured that. Tell, tell that goddamn Yankee to never bring his bitch ass back to a, to a real man, okay? Tell, tell him he becomes a real man. Yep. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, I play my other damn theme song. I'm trying to think which one I want to play. Oh, stars. What did you say, Joanna? I just said, oh, stars. 
<laughs> you said oh stars? Yeah. <laughs> Leon, how is how is school going? Are you getting access to all the tools you need? Oh yeah. Okay. So far, and but I guess this semester, I don't know about next semester, but like I say, we're gonna I'll cross that bridge when I get to it. Okay. And Joetta, are you getting access to everything you need in life? Not everything. I've got like two more things I want to get my hands on. One's uh, the Victor stream and um and like, then I've got um who's your counselor? Because they that they, they just sent me a new one two weeks ago. Really? And I, I didn't even ask for it. I said I need some training. They sent me a whole new one. Hmm. <sighs> well, I've been trying to get a hold of my TWC counselor for a while, but I've never gotten a hold of her. Um, I know for a while she was out sick. Yeah, TWC, Texas Workforce, yep. No, because they might have to send you a note like they did for me. Mm. You mean a new counselor? Yeah, because like I say, when I found out I needed, I had a new one, He they had transferred him to a whole other department, my old counselor. I didn't even know. Hmm. Well, I may have to. Hmm. I'll just have to call office and see what's going on again. Because I know she was mm -hmm. sick right before the outbreak. She was home sick for like three weeks. And then I kept calling her phone and I never got any response back. So Joanna, so, you, you said that you, do you say that you, you're wanting to get a Victor Reader stream or you did? I want to. Now you're talking about the stream, not the track, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. I just wanted for clarification. So are you going to use the stream to, for schooling or what are you going to do with it? Or just for, for both? Both. Oh, cool. Both. Yeah. And then if I can, I'll try to get my hands on an iPad. I, so honestly, I can... I'm, in... huh? I'm honestly, I'm anticipating that the price of the Victor Reader streams is going to drop at some point here in the near future because of the creation of the Victor Reader track. Hmm. Um, Joetta, um, I don't know about in, in San Antonio, but here in Houston, we got you got used Apple stores. Really? Yeah, I forgot I the name if, of them. I don't know if there's, I don't know I if there's can, one here or not. Yeah, I forgot the name, but they'll they'll slightly use Apple products with a steep discount, and this ain't uh, this is real Apple products. Oh, cool. I mean, from oh. from from MacBooks all the way to iPods, if you, if you can believe it. Wow, wow. that's great information, Leon. Hmm. Okay. That you? Are you breathing? God damn it! I think I killed him. Who'd you kill, Leon? Y'all, let's have let's have let's have a moment of prayer for this. Behave, for this, Leon. For this. Behave, Leon. Behave. Please, as we, as we bow our heads. Oh God! Lord, forgive me for this. Forgive me for this for this murder. I did not mean to go so hard. As we speak upon you, Amen. Okay, Leon, who did we just pray for? Oh, I thought maybe he stepped on a bug. Because, okay, before, I'll tell you what happened. Before before the show started, going to tell about about Trump's white wing militia. I'm like, jackass, what about all the Antifa burning down the fucking buildings and cities and shit? But uh -huh. he, had, he had nothing to say. Uh-huh. That's what I'm saying. Don't be a coward. Be a man and back up what you say, son. Y'all keep talking about Biden won. I'm like, no, sir. 
Biden has won a damn thing. The media does not pick the president. I keep telling people that. Hell, you can go to any, hell, you can go to any white, you can go to any conservative news channel. They'll tell you that. Like, like Ted Cruz said, that when does the media declare a winner? They don't, they can pick who they want. It doesn't make it true. The media is, 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 is deceiving everybody. Well, they ain't deceiving Liam because I ain't dumb enough to fall for the okie doke. I'm not gonna fall. I'm not falling for the banana in the tailpipe. Okay, and that's the problem. The media deceives us. Okay, and that's what they want. They want this division, and that's why CNN is up for sale right now. And I hope I really hope Trump buys the damn news channel. I think President. I heard that President Trump's gonna open up his own news network, and I can't mm -hmm. wait. I'm gonna subscribe. And that's to say Biden does win. You do know Trump. Trump can um, run again in 2024. Mm-hmm. But it's looking it's looking pretty good on Trump's part right now. On on guess what? A little a little known secret. He's actually winning right now. Mm-hmm. But again, the media's not gonna put that up there. That's what they they won't they won't divide, they they want the chaos in the streets. Because yeah, when that announcement I comes that Trump actually won, it's gonna be chaos. It's gonna be anarchy. Just best believe. That's why we gotta be ready. I'm ready right now. I can't wait to go pick up my new baby today. I've been hearing several reports about these uh, these voting machines that were corrupted and that were uh, like not even programmed. not even that the mail-in ballots, right? And the, yeah, I mean, there's just we've been hearing for a long time, honestly, about a lot of corruption that's been going on. So even though I was surprised at what happened the night of the election, because I honestly didn't think that this shenanigans and stuff would work. Um, it doesn't really surprise me that everything's in such a mess because of all the shenanigans that have been going on, you know. But I do think that it will get sorted out eventually. And I really believe President Trump will be the winner when it's all sorted out. Thank you. That's what I'm trying to tell Jackass that a minute ago, the fucking coward. If you listen to me, son, listen to me real good, okay? Don't you ever come to Texas. I'll, don't you ever come to Texas. If you, any liberal out there, if you're listening to me, if you watch this video, what, however platform you're listening to, like Becca said, I'm welcome all challenges. Please challenge me. Please give me a, damn it, I will, man, if you beat me, I will give you $100 out of my account right now. Fuck, I'll give you $200. Hmm? You got my word on it. If you can beat me in a debate right now. Hmm? Okay. So, Leon, I kind of think, I mean, you might be able to refuse to let the liberals come to your house, but I don't think you should refuse to let them come to Texas, dude. They can come to Texas, they ain't gonna like it. Hell, I forgot, they can go to the liberal shithole Austin. You can go there. That's just, that's just, that's just a, um, a, a, a copycat of San Francisco. Now, I'll never, I'll never live in, T in Austin again, not that shithole. I go visit, but they got some good ass foot, I give them that. But other than that, I'm staying maybe a night or two. I'm getting the hell on. Mm-hmm. Becca, any of, your, any of your friends you know that are liberals, please let me talk to Leon. I need I need to be, I need my, come on now. Oh, I don't have any friends that are liberals, I don't think. I went through my friends list on Facebook and deleted a whole bunch of people, people that I knew were liberals and people that I suspected of being liberals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, for real, on, on another note, why do you think he left because they have no they have no programs for us like that up like they do in the red states. 
It's kind of funny. Mm -hmm. All the rest has got the damn good, the better programs for the disabled to help us get on mm -hmm. our feet. Mm -hmm. Okay, but again, why I think he actually left? This let's just let's just put two and two together. And he didn't know but that jackass probably didn't know that you know it was it was the the conservatives that got that came up with the ADA. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. And he if he must if I really want to go back, it's the it's the it's the Republicans that come up with the damn Civil Rights Act. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, if you must know, Martin Luther King, he was guess what? He was Republican. Mm-hmm. So was Booker T. Washington, and so was Jackie Robinson. Yep. And Abraham Lincoln founded the Republican Party. Well, he helped fund black folks helped help find it too. Right. Like that jackass T I was talking about America was never great. What about the um what was that? You, you can have me out here, Joel. Why the civil rights, what they call it? The um we, we I forgot that, but during that time we had the most black senators and congressmen and governors ever in this country. But the, but guess what? The racist Democrats didn't want that. That's when they founded the KKK to threaten us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet you bet you jackass didn't know that. Mm-hmm. God damn it, I'm I'm fired up now. How am I even going to school today? Fuck it. I'm finna oh, go get my, my new to toilet. Nah, hell, but I'm 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 a, I'm a head hell. They, I, they can, I can miss a day. Shit, I'm God dog. At this boy, I tell you, <laughs> who we? Who Leon can never have a worthy opponent for some strange reason. Why not? Why not Leon? Huh? Everybody else can can debate, but not Leon. Why? Lord, tell me why. Leon, you're actually good at debating. Mm, they say I ought to be a lawyer. Yeah, you should. You're so smart. Why don't you go to law school, dude? Eh, I think I can. I can. Hey, I'm thinking about becoming a politician. They don't want me out there on, oh, on Capitol Hill. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Leon, yeah, you Capitol would Hill. be great. Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm still, I'm still trying to think of my other things song. I got so damn many. Damn. Did you want to play a song, Leon? I'm trying to I'm trying to think which one to play right now. But if you're out there, I'm so sorry, son. I'm so so sorry. I did not mean to hurt your little wee feelings. I'm sorry. But that there's a cheek that you can suck on. It's out there somewhere, but not here. Not in Texas. <laughs> God, I'm an evil asshole and I love it. Um, so, guess what's coming up at the end of the month, guys? I ain't Black even Friday. looking for it. Black Friday's been going on for a while. But this is Black Friday's next week. Oh, yeah. They're trying to get us to come in and spend our money, huh, guys? I, I, mean, I ain't got no money to be spending, so. I never done I it, so. I started my shopping. I ain't worried about it because I ain't got no money to spend. <laughs> well, I'm going to be a year older at the end of the month. Huh? I'm going to be a year older at the end of the month. Oh. Well, happy early birthday. Yeah, happy Thank birthday. You. And I'm going to be 44, I think. Yeah, 44. Damn, I'm still the youngest one here, still, no matter what. How you put it? Oh well. So has 
Um, but has anybody done anything with their local NFB chapters lately that they want to talk about? Nope. I'm not in any NFB chapter. Like okay. I say, our local chapter is not really worrying about blind rights. They're more worried about parties and potlucks. So. Uh-huh. Okay. Like I say, I don't know. It's just, we got a long way to go. And the thing about it, a lot of blind folk don't want to, they don't want to say anything because I think they're afraid. I'm like, they cannot do nothing to you. That's the problem. People think they can do, they can treat us any kind of way they want to because we don't say anything. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm only one voice. <coughs> you can't just, you know, you can't just hide in the shadows and think everything, somebody else is going to handle the problem. No, you're handling your own problems. And if, if that was the case, I'd never got as far as I got in school right now. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not going to sit there and let you do me any kind of way because you think that's what, no. You're going to treat me like anybody else. Yeah, because when they brought up the NFB to me, I said, nope, thank you. Because I ran into them back in Oklahoma, but I didn't know what the NFB was until 2013. Okay, well, there's different places because you said AFB a moment ago. That's the American Foundation for the Blind, which is different than the National. Federation of the Blind. I know. And I know, but I ran, I ran into both in Oklahoma. Yeah, there's the ACB as well, the American Council for the Blind. Yeah, I know. But they're, I they're a lot more to... better than, than, than NFB, I give you that. What'd you say, Leon? The ACB is a little bit more, it's a little bit more sound. The, to me, it's like they get more stuff done. They're both they're born about the same, but the ACB is, is a tad bit better. Because they actually advocate for us. I'm not saying, I'm not saying the NFP doesn't do it. It depends on, on the chapter, too. Mm-hmm. Because, like I said, here in, in Houston, our local, they, again, mm-hmm. look how, I, you know, I hate, I don't care if they're here or not, the hell with them. Um, all they care, again, all they care about is social gatherings. I don't, I'm, not, I'm like, that's, that's fine and dandy, but what about our, what about advocating for our rights? You know, I can say the time blue in the face, but they have to stay, they have to come up and say, hey, He's right. Let's do. Let's just start doing doing things like this. They don't care. You it's, know, all they want to do is party and 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 do all that. Crap. No, no, no. That's why people look at us like the way they do. That's interesting what you say about the ACB. I didn't know that about the ACB. I'll have to reach out to them. I had uh, several years ago. I mm-hmm. tried to find a member of the ACB so I could find out about local meetings that I could get involved. But I was just unable mm-hmm. to find anybody. But if they're doing more than the NFB for blind people, I should get involved. Mm-hmm. Because, like I say, you know, since you know, I've been the lighthouse is still locked down for some strange reason. Don't know why, but mm-hmm. um, like I say, like I said earlier about quarantine, you don't quarantine the healthy, you quarantine mm-hmm. the sick. That's what quarantine means. Mm-hmm. If you're quarantining the healthy, you're locking them in a, in, a, in, a, in the same facility with the health. With, with, I mean, with the sick. It's making in terms it's going to make them sick. Mm-hmm. Remember, we did our lockdown earlier, and we mm-hmm. did curve. But you know, like 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 Joella said, you can't listen to what the media is telling you. Mm-hmm. They want to scare. They fear is fear is a mother. It really is. I mean, I know blind folk. I don't know people that ain't blind that don't want to leave the house right now. You can't mm-hmm. live. Your, you can't live your life in fear. You'll get nothing done. Ooh, we damn it, I'm fired up still. 
Mm-hmm. <sighs> you know what the hell with it. Alexa, play Graveyard Symphony. Has anybody oh read any new books lately? I've read a bunch of them by uh, Karen Slaughter. It's a lot of mysteries. And there's actually a triple thriller by James Patterson. It's called, um, it's called Murder in Paradise Thrillers. Oh, I love James Patterson. And there are three stories, one right behind the other. And the, there's a twist in them at the end of each one, and you would never expect it. Cool. So I like that one. And they're all on Bard. Every single one of them is on Bard. Cool. And right now I'm reading Jura number three by James Patterson. I just started that one yesterday. Yeah, oh. James Patterson and John Grisham are my two favorite authors. Yeah, I like Dean Koontz, too. Oh, yeah, he's good. Oh, you're a horror fan, huh? What? None of y'all fans of horror horror fiction. I am. It's fun. Well, John Grisham isn't really horror. Oh, hell. He's more like legal, legal. Yeah, legal, legal stuff. Dean Koontz does a little horror and a little... A little strange things. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, my London. last book I read from Dean Coast was called 77 Shadow Street. It's pretty damn good. Oh, book. yeah. Yeah. But there was the one I book, read by Dean. Go ahead. The first book I ever read by Dean Coons was called Hideaway when I was in high school. I got it from the Talking Book Library in Helena. It was an interesting hmm. book. <laughs> The one I just read not too long ago, it has a little bit of a, he kind of deviates off of the horror this time, even though not by much. It's one that he's got that was called um, Devotion. Mm -hmm. And it revolves around a weird series of events, starting with a dog who is extremely smart that belongs or they came from this thing place called the Mysterium. And they can read books, like sit down, open the book, and read it. The dogs can? Uh-huh. They can pronounce the words with their mouths or do they just understand mm-hmm. it. They understand it. Okay. And this these these dogs and a couple of cats, but um it starts with the lady who has eventually winds up dying of cancer, but that's where the story opens up at, and it goes backwards a little bit to the time that she first got the dog as a pup, and then when she realized the dog could understand what she'd say, she'd say back door, she'd say refrigerator, and the dog would go to it. She'd say cabinet, the dog would go to it. She said, where are the plates? And the dog would stand up and reach the cabinet, the plates were in with his paw. So the dog knew exactly what she would say and would go do it. Well, as she's laying there dying, he keeps hearing something in the air. And he tells the boy, he's coming, he's coming. Dog said, hang on, he's coming. So that's how it starts. Now, I'm not going to tell you everything, but boy, let me tell you, the, the adventures that dog goes through to get to this boy is something else. So you'd recommend this book? Oh, yeah. 
If you love dogs and you like mystery and you like a little bit of horror, it's all in that one book. Yeah. And what is the name of the book again? Devotion. Devotion. Okay. Yeah, the last book I read was that it actually became a TV show this year. Which one? Lovecraft Country. Oh, yeah. I read it before it became a TV It's really good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, yeah. I remember that. I'm, I'm listening. I'm listening to a book from Bard about this Amish um, police sergeant, female police sergeant that solves mysteries and stuff. I love this series. Uh, 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 uh. You know what I'm talking about, Joanna? Yeah, and I think I read that was like two months back. Yeah, there's a lot and of she, books in the series. Yeah, because she's good. Yeah, she, she's I good. Love, I love this female police detective. She like so she grew up in this Amish community, which was a lot and like she, the community I grew up in. And she left. Yeah, and she left like I left, and she's mm-hmm. like this superhero, but. Yeah, she does these amazing things. So you've heard, you've listened to the series too then, huh, Joetta? I've read it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's a well, good series. It, it is really, really good. Yeah. Um, Kate Burkholder is the name That's of it. The, That's it. The, the detective. I t- I'm trying to remember the name of the woman that wrote the series. Um, but there are a lot of her books are on Bard and they're really, really good. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when I first started listening to him, I thought, oh, Amish, boring. But when you listen to the story behind the Amish part mm-hmm. of it, it's really interesting. And, you know, I was actually able to co- connect with a lot of the stories about the Amish farms and stuff because I grew up in a farming community. So. Well, I actually know a bunch of Amish people for real. And because um, there's a community in Tulsa, Oklahoma, back where I'm, fr- I'm from, Oklahoma. But there's a community in Tulsa that is Amish. And um, I got to meet them when I was at the uh, OSU hospital there in Tulsa Mm -hmm. when um, my youngest had to be put there for her own good. And I'm going to leave it at that. Mm -hmm. And uh, the Amish people ran the rest of the cafeteria downstairs. So I got to talk with them and they were, they're very reserved people, but they're very respectful people. Conservative and people, I like that. They are. And yeah. um, they, they are very plain spoken. They don't, they don't go through a whole lot of song and dance and all this other stuff. If you ask them a question, they'll answer to the best of their abilities. But if not, then, you know, they don't know. So um, when I met this one lady and her daughter, they were really super nice people and they invited me to come out. And I said, well, that'd be kind of hard for me to do because I can't walk very far with my back. They said, well, we can come and meet you with the buggy. And I went, what? And then I remembered they don't drive cars. Uh huh. They do not drive cars, no matter what. So, um, did you go? Uh, no, because number one, I had no way to get back to Tulsa because I actually lived in Oklahoma City. So that was an hour and 45 mm-hmm. minutes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, I would have went. If I lived in Tulsa, that would have been, you know, it would have mm-hmm. been interesting. 
because I already know they don't they don't have electricity. They have to use lanterns um, and candles. Um, they do everything before dark, except for like reading and stuff. They read by candlelight or lantern light. And they do, you know, quilting and things like that and building things. And I'm like, okay, you know, I'm cool with that. But Here they weren't as they weren't as severely dressed as they used to be. Now they're actually wearing street clothes. Yeah, where I grew up, we were surrounded by several communities that were a lot like the Amish communities, except we call they we call them Hutterite colonies where I grew up. Um, but the people were like the same way they I mean, some of them drove like old school buses and stuff, but on their farms and stuff, they did do use horses and stuff and cattle for moving their equipment and stuff. But when they come into town, they'd like bring an old school bus full of all their kids and all their farmhands and stuff. So, yeah, well, that's a little different because uh, they actually use machinery, but the Amish themselves do not. So it's a little bit, yeah, a little different. But, but like I said, they were really nice. And they they asked me what was, you know, if I would talk to them about my daughter. And I said, not really, because I don't know you like that. They said, well, we will pray for your children. I said, well, I appreciate that. Thank you. And and that was, the, you know, that was pretty much it. And anytime I come through there, they'd ask me how it's going, you know, because I have to go up there every week for therapy with her. And, uh, you know. I remember years ago, 30 plus years ago, when I was a kid in that hospital room in Great Falls, Montana, there was a Hutterite boy there too. And the Hutterite women befriended my mom. And like, I remember they gave me a pair of hand knit or hand crocheted slippers um, to wear. And, well, they gave them to me as a gift. I mean, I took them home, but they were really nice. Um, and I could still, when I started getting some vision back, I was able to see them. They were multicolored, really, really beautiful. They used multicolored yarns and stuff when they knitted them or crocheted them. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, they are really like the Hutterites, the Amish people. They're really awesome individuals because of the way they live their lives. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Simple, down to earth, no TV, um, mm -hmm. no telephone. In, in some communities, but otherwise, sometimes they'd have one central phone uh, if they had to have a phone. They had one central phone, um, especially in the old Amish communities, there were no phones at all. Mm -hmm. um, now, how they got a hold of, of, of anybody is beyond me, I couldn't tell you. But uh, I guess they'd have to send somebody into town or something, but you know, that's just the way it was. And they, like I said, they were really, really friendly people. So can you imagine, like, can you imagine if you were born blind into one of those communities though? I that just, would be hard. Yes. You know, I would, I wound up blind at the age of 12 in a very rural community, very similar to those things. And it was really hard, but I can't imagine. Oh, just, it, it makes me shudder thinking about it. I mean, because yeah. trying to survive as a blind person and, and reach the independence that we're able to find out here in the rest of the world, you know, would be so much harder. Yeah. It'd be kind of a little scary because you're just out there. Yeah, by yourself. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, yeah, I think that would be a little, a little tough. Yeah. But you'd be 
I don't know. It just, I guess it really depends on how you look at things, your perspective of it all. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it just depends on how, how determined you are to be independent. And if there was around you that see that you're trying to do the best you can, then they might be willing to help you in some small ways to help you achieve that. So it just depends yeah. on what's going on. But when you're when you're blind, born blind, or when you're blinded as a child, and nobody in your community can visualize you uh, driving the tractors and the grain trucks and doing oh, yeah. the stuff that all the other teenagers your age are doing and stuff, you know, it becomes really difficult to break out of that. Well, probably so. I mean, they probably have them gathering like eggs, you know, something like that. Yeah, maybe. Gathering eggs or maybe trying to, you know, brush down the horses or, you know, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You know, something that they can do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and honestly, find a way to be productive. Honestly, even the children who are born into the entrepreneurs who don't have any disability, trying to reach a point in their life where they make their own decisions is always a struggle. So, you know what I mean? Under mm-hmm. the best conditions. So, I mean, my hat, my hat's off to people who are born into that situation. Yeah. I knew some of them myself growing up in Montana, and it was hard for them. Mm. That's, you know, it is a very structured life. So, mm. yep. very, very austere, Spartan type lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And you have to adhere to it. And if you, you know, get yourself into a situation and they feel that you no longer are fit to be in their community, then they ostracize you and you have to go into the world and deal with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that show, Growing Up Amish? Yep. I mean, that's I that way up in my eyes too because at a, at a certain point, they tell them, hey, go out there into the city. You know, if you want to live that, li- you know, live a city life, go out there, but but they can always come back. But, you know, it was always at, at that crossing point when that teenager's like, hey, you want to go into the mm-hmm. big city and see how it is, you know, and, and, they, and they give them a pass to go. I mean, oh. some of the kids did it. Some of them liked it, never went back to the homeless life and some couldn't take, some of them couldn't handle it. Yeah, because they weren't ready for it. Mm-hmm. And again, some of them, they liked it. They loved it. They just loved the city, never went back. Well, I'm one of the people that escaped from that one of those small types of communities like that and made it out. And so if there's any viewers watching and you're living in one of those kinds of situations and you're wondering if you'll ever make it out, if I did it, you can too, my friend. And you can check out my books for information on how to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so does anybody else have anything they would like to talk about before we wrap up the show? Well, what you want to talk about? I'm, I'm, all, I'm all game. I'm still hyped up. I'm still fired up. Okay. Joetta, did you have anything you'd like to add? Oh, my gosh. Um... I'm I'm just 
wishing this whole mess was over and done with. I mean, I do what too. gets me, what gets me is this. Now, it took five years for the regular flu vaccine to be deemed safe for human usage, right? Mm-hmm. Now, Pfizer is coming out talking about, well, we got one that's 95% effective already. Uh, does that mean it's safe? I don't think so. There's actually two of them out there now. Yeah, there's mm. like two. One's 90, one's 95%. I'm not going to take neither one of them, so it don't matter. Me, 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 yeah, me, I don't want to take any of the vaccines either, unless they're forced upon us. But they, can't, that's, that's the, they can't force you to take a vaccine. Mm-hmm. They cannot. Yeah, that's the case. People, um, that's why I they're getting on, on parents now to do it. Well, Leon, I think they're going to try to force us. They, they can, they cannot. Back, this, like, again, that's the case. Look at all, look at the, the non-vaxxers out there. That was that would have been forced them to take it. That's why a lot of kids can't go to school right now because their parents won't let them take a vaccine, any vaccine. Mm-hmm. They're dying, of course. They're getting sick, of course. But hey, that's the choice that they made for their children. As I remember looking at a video uh, a month ago, this guy who was on the ground floor of the beginning of making that vaccine, uh-huh. he was he was freaking out because especially how they were talking about the delivery system. And I'm like, uh, are you serious right now? Because they were talking about uh, this little thing that looks no bigger than a grain of rice. And they were talking about like embedding it in between the web of your fingers or in your forehead. And I'm like, what for? And they said it has a tracker in it. And I'm like, why would people do that? So all he kept spouting was the Bible talking about, well, it's going to be the mark of the beast. And I'm like, are they serious right now? You know, so I'm like, you know, I think this is a bunch of hoo-hoo, but I'm like, this is not making any sense to me. And if that's what they're talking about, I I will not ever, ever look at that and go, no thanks. You well, keep that's it, why you I got deal with it. Does that mean you are going to take it? No. Oh, because you said you weren't going to look at it and say no. No, well, never. Well, that's why you got these these socialist idiots that believe you know that's what happens in those damn communist countries. Okay, this is why we got to stand up and fucking fight for our for our rights. We can't just roll over and let these assholes take over. Mm-hmm. I keep telling people, damn, you ain't got you ain't got to go look for a fight, but they come knocking at your door. What are you gonna do? You know what this whole vaccine thing reminds me of, guys? Remember, just drink the Kool Aid. Oh, that, that James Jones crap. Yeah, remember that whole just drink oh. the Kool-Aid and everything will be okay? That's why this yeah. vaccine scares the hell out of me. I don't want the vaccine. I don't need it. And they're like, oh, just take the vaccine. Everything will be okay. Fuck no. That. I'm not doing it because mm-hmm. I, 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 I remember the Guyana tragedy. That's what you're talking about. And um, mm-hmm. no, no. Just because you say we need it don't mean we have to. So, I mean, frankly, it should have never been released. It's just this people are trying to control things left, right, front, and center. And for what? Nobody owns anything on this planet. 
we're just here temporarily like everybody else on this earth. Mm-hmm. We're only here for a short time, however long our lifespan is, and then we're gone and we return back to the dust we came from. And here's what I, I mean, look at. While you're here, if you're going to try your best to make people around you miserable and make stuff worse, you might as well just go fuck yourself. But if you're someone who wants to make things better, wants to make people around you more comfortable, safer, happier, more productive, healthier, better people, then let's talk. Right? Yep. Well, yep. on that note, that's what I was trying to tell dummy like that. Mm-hmm. It's people like him. We cannot stand to have a conversation. They don't, they don't understand common sense and logic. Mm-hmm. Okay? Any liberal... That, that you try to talk to, all they have is feelings and emotion. Mm-hmm. That's all they that's what they base their life on. And that's not mm-hmm. how the world works. Mm-hmm. The world doesn't give a damn about your feelings. Hell you hell, do you think the world gave a damn about my mom dying? Um what, nine years ago? No, they didn't. I had to I had to pick I had to put still pick up my bootstraps and, and continue on with life. Mm-hmm. It wasn't hard, you damn right it was. But hey, I still persevered out, out the bullshit. But, you know, the world's not going to sit there. There's no safe space in the real world. There's no, oh, oh, I can't go outside because, because of too many loud noises. Who cares about loud noises? This, how are you going to get something done if you can't go outside? Huh? Come on now. When is, when is America going to go a pair of gonads again? Hmm? Damn, that's the case. We never would have won two damn world wars. You're going to go get my all this on oh, oh I can't do this I can't do that because oh it's too much it's too it's too much it's too hot outside or you know he said a bad word hell I've been cussed out since I was a little kid you think that phases me now all I gotta say you better not put your hands on me that's all I got to say about that a few bad words ain't gonna hurt anybody mm-hmm. god damn it grow a pair Damn. Please, Becca or Joetta, please, any, anybody you know, give me a worthy challenge. Please, go, God, please. I'm begging for it. Mm-hmm. Oh, like I say, my stars. Facts, well, like I say, facts trump feelings. And like, and like Mike Pence told Comstain Harris on, on a debate, you're entitled to your own opinion, but you're not entitled to your own facts. Mm-hmm. Okay, so does anybody else want to talk about anything before I wrap up the show? No, I'm, I'm all, I'm all talked. Well, I'm still all talked out. But hey, you the boss is your show. But again, that challenge is open to anybody out there. <laughs> Blind sighted, I don't care. Okay. Um, and I just want to encourage our viewers. Um, go read a copy of the Constitution. Familiarize yourself with the first ten amendments which is referred to as the Bill of Rights, because those are going to become very important in your life in the coming two or three years, I think. And um, on, I know they became very too, important in my life years ago. And, and on, so, on, that, on, on that note, too, tell me what law says that black people can't do anything in this damn country. Name one. Name, I've, I've been waiting for this answer for about four or five years, and I told ask people that, and they can never tell me one. I've, I've been waiting. I mean... That that damn hell, Alex Trebek died the other day, and that 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 damn music is still playing. Matter of fact, it's only living room right now, Jeopardy. They, they, they think about to play the music now. 
That song is still playing. Where's the answer? Come on now. Where, where's the law? Oh, Does anybody else have anything they'd like to say? Before I'm done. I I'm done for now. What? I'm done for now. Are you done, Joanna? I'm good. Okay. Everybody, <sighs> I apologize to you, our viewers, for what happened earlier on in the show. Um, we hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Blind View. Please like, share, and hit the subscribe button. Peace out. Thank you for watching Betcha's World. Please like, share, and subscribe to my channel.